back, everybody, to another fun-filled episode of the We Are Adult Show, brought to you by Hoppyhead Productions. I'm your host, Sean. Danny, you ready to get drunk? Oh, man, I'm ready to violate all the rules of No Nut November <laughs> by just jacking off all over this podcast. <laughs> oh, man. I am so happy that, um, you know, I just posted... You know, the uh, episode from last week, because I'm behind, because vacation time seems to space out. Uh, two of the bot, two of the bots, I guess, following us have already liked it. So if you're interested, you can check them out. Nudes, videos, and a good chat. Naughty babes available for fun. 18 and under, no. They already like the podcast. They didn't even, I bet they uh, didn't even listen to it. Those monsters. How do they know if they even heard good quality content? Because they're bots. They can listen faster than us. <laughs> Speed listen. It's like, it's like in the, the, the fantastic anime show Pluto. <laughs> the bots can just transfer data by looking at each other and thinking about transferring the data. They don't have to connect in any way or touch in any way. No. <laughs> it's just instant, instant all of the knowledge from one bot to the other being transferred. Except for the parts where they, uh, I've seen a few uh, out of context memes. Like the part where uh, one of the one of the bots gets killed and the main detective goes to his, uh, you know, visit his wife to tell him. Yeah. And but he has the dead bot's memory stick. <laughs> and somebody made a meme where like the two just standing there and she's like, just put it in me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I know what you look like dude, naked. <laughs> that is, dude, that is like, for me, hard to watch because like you, and I'm sure you agree, the hour long episodes. But dude, oh, is it so fucking worth it? It's so good. But man, it, it is, it is a chore. Like, uh, so my buddy can't, she has things to do, so she can't watch. Like, we made the plan to just try to blitz all three episodes on Saturday. But there's just too much time constraint because she's got to leave and, and I can't start until later because I'm on horse pa horse patrol uh, this weekend. Um, and it's just like fuck, we're going to end up watching two episodes and having to wait a week to watch the final one. <laughs> oh, it's, dude, I'm just waiting for this fucking cliffhanger just to, like, fucking hit us right in the face at the end of the seventh episode, and then we're just like, well, fuck. <laughs> I guess we're waiting. <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm, I, I guess I'm at the same point. I thought I'd be one episode ahead of you. I thought you were, had only watched four. Yeah. I have watched, so we're both on episode five mm -hmm. of eight. Yeah, so we gotta, I gotta watch six, seven, eight. Yep. And my my comparison to you know Game of Thrones, don't go, don't get attached to anybody. <laughs> fucking holder holding more true than ever before. Every fucking week, every fucking week. So, but yeah, dude, it's so hard because I'm not a binge watcher. People are like, I was talking at work. Uh, and we we're talking about like the Sopranos and Game of Thrones and mm -hmm. something else, and I'm like, yeah, I haven't watched any of that. <laughs> I, I don't do TV. It's hard for me to watch like two episodes of anime back to back, let alone three. 
like of the same series or could you watch multiple episodes of different series back to back anything just two episodes of anything <laughs> i'm like i gotta move on already i gotta go do something else <laughs> i have to leave but i can watch a movie so that's weird yeah that's fucking weird man stop being but weird. i think because the movie is just one it's like one or two hours as opposed yeah. to eight hours yeah or six hours that is true i'm backlogged on my anime because of starfield so i've been i think i've stayed caught up in um goblin slayer but i haven't even sat i haven't even sat down to watch the uh the other anime you told me to try to stay current with so yeah try to binge yeah, watch that one the main reason i told you to stay to get caught up on that one as quick as possible is because my prediction came true <laughs> and r slash anime memes has spoiled the shit out of like literally the last like 30 seconds of the last episode <laughs> i've seen pictures but i just don't really understand too much of what's going on so i think i'm okay i haven't really yeah. been on reddit too much to i think see everything uh, okay fair enough but yes it's it's all over there all all the anime stuff is spoiling the shit out of the last the most recent episode of Rerin. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't even started Goblin Slayer 2. I forgot that that was a thing. Yeah. Until yeah. Wednesday? Yesterday? Day before? <laughs> what day is today? Today's Thursday. So I'm already on like, I'm already on like Christmas time. Yeah. The episode at work. Oh, yeah. You're like getting ready to shut down your life. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Like I start Monday at midnight. Oh, boy. And then the day after Thanksgiving, we start at one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> on friday uh that on uh you work on friday then or is it the following yeah that's the, yeah. the no no the friday after thanksgiving yep. all the orders just start dropping yes drop 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 well i think it helps that you know everybody's already doing their black friday sales right now right yeah. now oh uh, so stuff is already starting to pick up yeah yeah that's true i think people just don't want to deal with the craziness anymore Fucking no. fist fights and shit over TVs and stuff. Used to, yeah, it used to be Black Friday. You had to go to the stores and Cyber Monday. Everything was online. Now it's just fuck it. Put everything online. Yeah, fuck it. We're okay. gonna get the sell anyways. Rather not deal with the bullshit. <laughs> right. I like all the memes though talking about um grocery stores need to get in on that Black Friday bullshit. I, you know, it's like I don't need another TV, but I I do would like to buy some cheese and be able to afford it. <laughs> too funny um i'm i'm a little upset at my girlfriend at the moment she uh she said i am not allowed to have a uh, pet bobcat named robert she said uh that's it's too dangerous i mean if not friend why friend shaped i know was that your right? argument and that should yeah. that should have been the end of, end of your argument right there exactly i was like look at this look at his big old paws because she said For cuddling uh, yeah yeah, she had a dream that I brought all, the, all these other random animals home. And she's like, I'm surprised the bobcat wasn't there. And I said, leave Robert out of this. Leave Robert out of your dreams. He's, he's real to me, <laughs> damn it. I was like, oh, he, he'll be a kitten, and then he'll grow up with the cats, so he won't try to attack the cats or anything. We'll be good. I'll probably have to, like, what the... bobcat-proof the backyard so he can't jump out. 
because he's gonna have bad hops. Exactly. <laughs> can I recommend? Can I suggest a name change? No, it's got to be Robert. No, no. I mean, it, it also works this way too, but I think a little better. <laughs> just, just, it doesn't have to be a real person name. Just call him Bobbert. Bobbert. <laughs> and then you can call him Bob for short. Still. Yeah. Bobbert the Bobcat. Yeah. Bobby. <laughs> Bobby. Damn it, Bobby. I already does something wrong. Yeah. Need... I'll murder somebody. Yeah, I'll definitely be yelling. <laughs> Damn it, Bobby. I See, told you not to murder someone. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I have to worry about people. They're Bobcats are too small for that shit. I mean, yeah. Chihuahuas to try to murder people too and look how big they are. <laughs> my ankles, I fell down and hit my head on the concrete. I'm dead. Death by Chihuahua. <laughs> it's, it's, they're in the trees. Yeah. What what old man? What do you want? Getting me out at. You're getting yelled at? Yeah. Over there because because you're speaking of your uh bobcat fantasies in front of the children. You're <laughs> you're uh making him feel inadequate. <laughs> Look here, old man. Oh oh I will murder you if you want. <laughs> and, and... It's not snack pack time, old man. Get out of here. Go back to bed. <laughs> uh, have you seen the have you seen the any videos or social media stuff where the cats have learned how to tell time based on their uh automatic feeder? Uh no. Or they're just sitting there like with it's like five minutes before it goes off and they're just Waiting. staring at the automatic feeder or staring at the person sitting in front of the automatic feeder and the person's <laughs> like, dude, you got like five more minutes. Just wait, it's coming. <laughs> I you know what I have seen a couple of those because we have automatic feeders, but they don't wait. So they'll just, they'll, uh, whenever they get back in from outside, they'll go up and check their food dish. Or there's one where the cat's like, no matter what the cat's doing, they did a montage of videos, the cat like cuddling with them or they're petting the cat or it's doing something. And then it just immediately jumps and runs as soon as the feeder goes <laughs> off. I'm, fuck it. I'm out. I'm out. Food time. Exactly. So as I mentioned at the top of the show, we're we're doing a jack off today. <laughs> just just don't know why we're putting. I mean, it like isn't this. that isn't that what you isn't that what you do when you uh, compete? You compare to one thing against another thing. You call it like a something off. Yeah, I appreciate that you Wait. you went out and found everything that I bought. <laughs> a on sale too, girl math. Hey yo. I wasn't gonna buy it, but I was just looking to see how how much it costs around, cause and see who if anybody actually had it, cause I yeah. looked at Bevmo first, and it's like, oh, the close we found it, we found a, a store that has it within your vicinity, <laughs> Florida. <laughs> Perfect. And they wanted like one eighty for it. Jeez. And then I'm like, well, I wonder yeah. if Total Wine has it. Yeah. Well, first I looked at El Cerrito Liquor, and then I'm like, well, I wonder if Total Wine has it, and they're like, yeah, one fifty five, but with your club. Club Bev, you get thirty dollars off. Hey, oh, we made no money on this transaction. <laughs> and then the other one you sent me just happened to be twenty nine ninety nine. Hey, oh. So we are doing Jack Daniel's Bonded and checking it out compared to the more expensive and fancy packaged even. Yes, Jack Daniel's Frank Sinatra edition that comes with a book. It does. It does. You know, it's funny. I actually bought this for a coworker, and he said he, after I gave him the price, he was like, 
he was like doing the backpedaling i'm like bro i want this so like you just tell me you don't want it and we're good because i was almost about to buy two and i didn't (laughs) (laughs) and i'm glad i didn't now (laughs) my my only complaint on this episode though it would have been a much better if this somehow would have been a a a gem beam product Mm -hmm. because then um you know the formal name for jim is james yeah and the one one whiskey is bonded yeah because it could be bonded james bonded <laughs> who are you who are you you are named after exactly um so the jack daniels bonded so for those of you that do not know bottle bottle and bonded just means that it was supervised by you know the government to make sure that it was made and distilled and aged a certain amount of time according to regulation to make sure that it is a uh to the quality of of bottle and bond now they uh the you still get like the same different recipes it's not like all of them are tasting the same or anything like that but they do have to meet like not even they have to meet certain criterias even in the grain build to be labeled as a bottle and bond so basically how it was described to me online is you might not like all of bottle you might not like everything that is a bottle and bond but you'll at least know that it's high quality because it was you know it had to meet all these certifications so whenever you see something in bottle and bond it just means that it was aged with the the man over the shoulder looking at him Right, and there's actually discussions in the whiskey and bur- slash bourbon industry now to maybe get rid of the bottled and bond moniker because it's not as needed as it used to be because this is from a time when people basically would put like food coloring or basically poison in their whiskeys to make it false aged back in the you know back in the wild west the prohibition. So days. do you know? <laughs> yes, do you know how many years it needs to be aged for, John? For bottle and bond. Yes. Uh, four. Did you know that, or did you cheat? I cheated because it's on the bottle. <laughs> the bottle. I, I just wanted to see if you saw it on the bottle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, is, it is a nice touch that they actually uh, put the definition of what bottled and bond is. So if someone yep. who sees this, like, oh, why is this bottle of Jack Daniels like more than the standard mm-hmm. Jack? Um, they're like, oh, what does bonded mean? And then you look to the side, and it says. Oh, it's a single season and matured in government bonded warehouse for at least four years. Yeah. And it has to be a hundred proof. Exactly one hundred proof. Yeah. So you you already took a sip of yours? No, I took um Oh I you took had a drink else. of yeah, I had a drink I had a side drink going on. <laughs> That's what I tried. So this okay. yeah, so this is a hundred proof right on the dot. Fifty percent. It smells good. Mm-hmm. It doesn't smell like jackie i honestly i haven't had jack so i don't know like like what to expect from this (laughs) like i never had like a jack and coke or any of that shit that was never uh my thing i was always a captain and dr pepper or captain and coke goes down real easy no burn, no burn going down, just on the lips. Little, little Kentucky, hug, not bad. Yeah, there it, it just comes. Warms it's like a, 
was it like a delay for you like the burn like it took a little bit to get there no but it wasn't very bad either yeah. it was just a nice Not bad, not bad at all. I actually bought this just because I wanted to try Bottle and Bond, but I was also, I was like, the price point just makes it so much, like, at a good point where I'm like, I also need, like, a another mixer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was and like, the other reason I bought these is because uh, I'm going to see my uh, father-in-law mm -hmm. on Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's also his birthday, and he's a fan of the Jack. Ooh. Back in his heavy, heavy drinking days, he would drink, <laughs> in one night, he would drink a fifth, his ratio would be a fifth of Jack. Two less than a can of soda. <laughs> um, but he likes the gentleman jack. It's his mm -hmm. weapon of choice for like when he wants to get fancy. Isn't that one just more filtered? I think somebody was telling me. I think so, yeah. I think Which it's mine also proved yeah. that my father in law's a, a big pussy when it comes to drinking, he can't <laughs> handle the, the heat. <laughs> no, they just take the regular Jack Daniels and I think they filter it one more time to get rid of the, the Jack Daniels RC. taste. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that taste or the burn. I just want to get drunk. Gonna get you, get you, get you drunk. Yes. Yeah, when we were at his uh, birthday party, he uh, basically they would just fill up a Dixie cup with ice and Jack, and that was his drink. He was drinking it straight. I'm <laughs> uh... just gonna Gonna do a little experiment here. Yeah, yeah, drops water to your uh, bonded. Yeah, I was listening to a podcast and they were kind of sh doing the short demonstration on how they do barrel picks. Mm -hmm. And um, as part of the testing process, they added water to it. Mm -hmm. And they kind of were saying that um, one of the samples they got, and it happens sometimes when you add water. Sometimes adding water like brings out the flavors. But sometimes it can kind of make it taste stale and old. Got you. It just depends on, I guess, the barrel or something. But got you. Yeah, I mean, it changes. I can tell. I can definitely smell. Dude, I can actually smell the caramel a lot. It smells super caramelly. Adding a little bit of water to it. Let's give it a go. All right, got my water in there. Because according to them, I'm supposed to be, we're supposed to get the the layered notes of caramel, rich oak, and spice. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it does it does the smell definitely pops a lot more with just that little little the sweet drop. like the sweetness. It's less 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 um spicy mm -hmm. and more sweet. Yeah, dude, look at us. We're fucking fancy now. Pinky's out, bitches. Oh yeah, man, that it definitely made it sweeter. Yeah. Yeah, that one I would definitely say just like just a little just drop like a little bit of water in there. Just it really enhances this one. This is like the only one this is like the first time I've I've had water like just not just water it down to make it like easier to drink. This one actually has made it really uh pop. Yeah, it brought out the different, and it changed the flavor. Like, like I said, the first time I drank it and t smelt it, it, I can get the spiciness of it. And this one, it was more on the sweeter side. This is gonna be our shortest episode, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's gonna yeah. be our longest, fucking drunk ramblingest. <laughs> it's 
spoiler alerts i'm double double fisting today double double fisting mm-hmm. uh, but it, i'm doing another i'm doing another off after the jack off violating no not november i like i don't know if you've seen it it's popped up a couple times on reddit mm-hmm. somebody's like uh it's like a it's probably fake i don't care it's funny yeah but it's like a text from someone's grandma and it's like wait can I, I shouldn't make my uh, pecan pie for Thanksgiving? And he's like, what are you talking? And the person's like, what are you talking about? It's like, oh, I saw on social, on your Instagram that you're participating in No Nut November. <laughs> um, that's too funny. I actually saw, I've seen two recipes for like a butter pecan, like old fashioned. I gotta, I gotta look at what I need to do because it's, it's obviously like a lot of prep work because you have to um, make like a special uh, simple syrup, but that's definitely on my agenda. I'm gonna at some point I will break it, and then um, I didn't do it yet. I know I I got a ice cream maker and I bought all the things to make ice cream, but I have not made it yet. So I gotta still I still gotta make my. Uh, bourbon honey bourbon ice cream i should probably do that after the show <laughs> orders i think yeah. i'm gonna order doordash i don't think i'm cooking man i'm i'm trying to stay strong but as i keep sipping that the willpower is just the strength is leaving you <laughs> forgive me lord i am weak <laughs> the, the, the body is willing but the jack is strong <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right so we got the uh sinatra it smells less spicy than the bonded i don't notice much of a difference to justify the hundred dollar plus more price tag see that's the other thing too is you got to look at it from the point of like the one we just drank was like 30 bucks and this one was, you know, a hundred and like ninety dollars more, basically eighty five dollars more. Yes, it's big money. Is it worth? Is it worth the eighty five dollar more price tag? We can only see this one is ninety proof, so it should be a little more hot. <laughs> Cheers. Actually, no, wait, never mind. It's less hot. This one should be easier to drink because math. Math. Place of ninety percent, which would be oh yeah, no ninety proof moonshine. <laughs> That is that is real pleasant. It is. I still get a lot of the spice. I mean, it tastes. Both of them have very similar characteristics. This one's better, but I don't know if it's, you know, five times the cost better if you pay like actual <laughs> or more actual retail and not getting it on sale. Yeah, four I, times more that I've paid for it. Yeah, I can't imagine. I would be okay. If I haven't had this before, and I went to the bar and I ordered it, I would be happy. I don't know if I, I don't know if it'd be worth. Definitely not on the resale market. Like that's just. I mean, yeah, if you get a market prices. Yeah, no, that's a that'll be a little bit outrageous. But yeah, to your point, do you really need a full bottle of this to be happy? I don't know, but I would, would definitely, you... I would definitely recommend people get it like at the bar, like yeah. Eat the $25, $30, whatever, whatever the fucking cost is. Because it is good. So you definitely want to try it. 
I mean, I think I would just take the, instead of going to. Well, I guess if you're at a bar and already drinking, but I would just be fine to take that money that you're going to spend on that pour of this mm-hmm. and use it to just buy a full bottle of the bonded. Oh. I, I wonder if this is the trade of the jack. I mean, this one still has. It's not as sweet as the bonded was. I still mm-hmm. I get about the same amount of spice after adding the water. I forget we're not a video format. <laughs> Nobody's watching. I'm not just talking to you. Yeah, we, not even you. We never even got this shit going on Twitch. It's there, but you know, okay. or YouTube. <laughs> it's there. It's there. YouTube would block us. They'd be like, "Fuck oh. these guys." It's not like we're gonna get revenued. <laughs> Nobody wants to see what we look like. Just two white guys with beards drinking. How come you've seen you've seen, you've seen one white guy <laughs> on beer, with beards podcast? You've seen them all. <laughs> Yeah, I think. <laughs> I mean, it's it's for the novelty and the packaging. It's cool, but I I I would pick the bonded every day for the especially at the price point. I need to find a cheaper hobby. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I, yeah I ended up. Uh, I bought three bottles and some mixer, and it, but it only cost me like it was like two fifty. Mm-hmm. The, the mixer I got is that the Fever Tree Company. I hadn't seen this before. I've had to, I always buy their ginger beer, but they had a cola for mix, making drinks. Mm-hmm. And so I tried it, and it was basically like if Coke and ginger beer had a baby. It's like a spicy Coke. Mm-hmm. Pretty tasty. Nice. Damn, dude, I'm be fucked up man i'm ready for i'm 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 about to door dash in the middle of this fucking episode (laughs) and sean's gonna go radio silent for a minute and it's like i gotta carry the show because he's fucking deordioshing i'll be like eating on the show good podcasting just eating food crunching nom 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 oh um i guess that implies you're deordioshing the bell of the tacos i don't know if i want that I was gonna say they have new um, a new French fry thing that that they just unveiled nationwide, like yesterday or today. Did they? Oh, yes. Oh, and today we're uh, behind the wall. September sixteenth. There was an ep- every, everyone's memeing about today mm-hmm. because back in the day when there was like the the Zach and Cody show or whatever the twins were, the Sprouse twins, mm-hmm. where they lived on a boat, they tried to go to a restaurant, and they're like, "Do you have a reservation?" And the kids were like, no. And they're like, okay, well, our next available table is September 16th, 2023 at, I mean, November 16th, 2023 at 7.30 p.m. (laughs) And they're like, that's like in 15 years. (laughs) So I don't know if they're based off the East Coast or the West Coast. Oh. But either way, at one of the 7.30s today, the, the, the... Twins on the Sweet Life show will be eating Italian food. It's it's happening. <laughs> and if, if, if people were smart, they would have fucking got them back together again. Like pulled one of them off of the cast of Archie show yeah. Riverdale. 
and just had them sitting at an Italian restaurant eating. <laughs> about time. Yeah. <laughs> like the end of the Avengers when they're eating the shawarma. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh. Man, I feel like I'm super unprepared for the show. I'm like trying to remember. I'm like, what was that fucking place I went to in New York City called? <laughs> oh yeah, it's uh, the, the, the grilled cheese nacho fries. Fair enough. Is what the is what the Jack in the Box fries are. Ah, uh, got you, got you, got you, got you. They're like loaded fries instead of just the regular nacho fries. Mm -hmm. Where they come in like the little thing and you eat them with the nacho cheese. It's like a loaded fry with steak on it. Yeah. God damn it, they don't have fucking the drinks on here. Son of a bitch. Should have took a picture. For, ta for Taco Bell? Oh, for you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, what are you talking about, dude? Oh, you're trying to do the podcast. I'm okay. trying, yeah, I'm trying to do podcast research because, you know, I just figured I would... During the day, I'm just like, I'll remember all this shit. And I'm like, now I'm here. I'm like, fuck, I don't remember anything from two days ago. Well, well you're, you know, fucking trying to remember your uh, what you did. I'm gonna I'm gonna do my beer off, Sean. You're gonna do it? What you got? I'm gonna do it, man. I got two macro well, I guess they're they're micro macro, macro micro breweries. Mm hmm Because they're both basically widely distributed at grocery stores. Yeah. But they're also considered to be craft beers. Brewers? Brewers? Brewer I don't know why that's a hard word to say right now. Mm -hmm. Brewers. <laughs> um so one of the ways I can tell my wife is drunk. Yes. Is she'll say, like, rude yeah. and road, but kind of phonetically and sound it out and realize how silly they sound and then start laughing. <laughs> so the drunker she gets, we'll be sitting someplace, like, at, when you go to, like, TJ Fridays and get yeah. her, you know, uh, diabetes drunk off their, uh, whatever their Midori drink is that yeah. they have. Yeah. She'd be rude. <laughs> and then laugh for a couple minutes and then rude. Ed? <laughs> Row ad. <laughs> so I have Firestone Walker. Yes. Hey, oh. Oktoberfest. Wow. And Sierra Nevada in collaboration. Wait. Yeah, in collaboration <laughs> with Care Kigwinwood Wilder. I don't know. Some German brewery. Yeah, Oktoberfest. Hey, oh, I have no, has, I have no Oktoberfest. One of them has a uh, the traditional blue diamond pattern, <laughs> and one of them has the pattern, but they're the colors that are black and gold. They fucking selling their souls. I'm doing Poland Sean, no glass mafia today. I mean, you already have enough dishes going on over there. I do. They both. Ah, they both smell very similar, but I heard this one is, uh, let's see, the Firestone Walker is oak-aged. Yeah. 5.2%. 12-ounce cans. Ooh. And then the C Sierra Nevada is 6%. More boozy. <laughs> I think they're both very good. Easy drinking. You get a little bit of that oak barrel on the Sierra Nevada, but I do think I prefer the Firestone Walker. 
it's a little bit uh easier to drink also i guess that 0.8 percent alcohol makes up a huge difference yeah and then when i was trying to show you the, the can art i spilled a little bit <laughs> it's okay buddy it's okay it's i know it's, i know it's okay i'm just like man it's a good thing i'm gonna get on my computer <laughs> the the king's podcast i listen to they you know the way they open the show is you know they say each other they, their name and then they crack the beer open for the asmr mm -hmm. and the one guy has learned because he's a clumsy oaf i guess that he uh has to put like a diaper protection over his uh laptop when he opens his beer <laughs> because more than more than zero times has he had it where the beer splashes everywhere so, uh, did you also have a beer today, Sean? No, I didn't. Or did you, I, you sent me a picture with the beer on it, so I thought that was... That was last week, oh, that man. Was that was last Dude, week's episode. Oh, you are behind, because you're confusing me. I don't have any beer, man. Okay. <laughs> I was just going to do was like... three liquors, but you told me not to do one. But I'm still right. drinking it. Yeah. So you're technically doing it, but not. We'll do it next week, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Uh, I don't know what's but, going uh, on. I can go grab a beer. There's beer. No, that's fine. No, that's good. If you want I to just, get me. I just... How trash do you want me for this episode? No, you're good. You got the three liquors. I think the, the two beers and three liquors can't count each other out. <laughs> but yeah. um, You know, these, they, they, these two breweries also release their Oktoberfest every year. I think they're definitely better it, in my uh, past experience with the Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Not so much those that but this yeah and like i said dude they had it widely available in six packs at every grocery store that i went to mm -hmm. every single state of brothers <laughs> all, all three of them they're all everywhere they're everywhere <laughs> state of brothers oh man so i had the new red bull the winter one did you see that it's the uh pear cinnamon oh no i did not yeah, it just came out. It's actually pretty good. I was surprised. I was ready to hate it. I was ready to get my pitchfork with horse poop on it and and uh, go uh, go striking. But it's actually pretty good. I don't get the I don't get the cinnamon very well, but it tastes very pear like. Like it tastes like I just bit into a pear, like not artificially. I was very surprised. But mm. real pear. Yes, it doesn't taste like that old the uh the sugar free pear that was out like before COVID because I think COVID killed the sugar free Red Bull flavors. <laughs> Apparently, uh, they didn't get the vaccine. The sugar free flavors didn't get the vaccine, and they died. I, I don't know, man. They did not fucking survive, though. Uh, I don't know, and I I know a couple of my coworkers were super pissed because they typically drink the sugar free Red Bull, and they were super happy to have like. A consistent like flavor of sugar-free Red Bull, but you know, yeah. time times are I, tough. Supply chain issues, pandemics. <laughs> yeah, I haven't had a Red Bull in a long time, especially yeah. now that uh, I don't have to pay for my energy drinks anymore. That's fair. Monster, I don't like Monster though. It tastes, I it doesn't taste good at all. Well, I don't get the the standard flavors. I always yeah. get like. Like the best one right now is the uh, Aussie lemonade. Gotcha. It's got a nice lemonadey flavor, That's especially nice. since they got rid of my favorite flavor that basically tasted like uh, orange Julius. <laughs> the chaos, and then the assault that used to taste like cherry coke, but now it, it just tastes nasty. They changed the recipe. 
Are you drinking out of a measuring cup? <laughs> no. <laughs> this goes into my segue of New York City. Okay. So, I'll get through my two breweries that I visited, and then we can... Got you. Give you time since, to refresh your memory. Since that I keep talking plan, about New York talking. City. I went to New York City, everybody. I don't know if you know get this. Rope. Get a rope. I figured out my untapped account password. Yay! I so, uh, I rated two beers on there. Look at they say, like we've missed you, Mister Sean. I, I think so. I just ignored it, like a real player. So I uh, Route Thirty Brewing. Mm-hmm. They had you know the spot downtown, and then this they took over the spot that Thompson's was in, mm-hmm. which they vacated because they had originally plan made plans to. Uh, open a spot in Corona. Mm-hmm. And it was like right after they announced that they were going to build their spot in Corona that Wix shut down. And I was like, oh man, it's too bad they, they already, you know, basically invested in the Corona spot because they would have been perfect where Wix is or was. Yeah. And then a couple, like the next day or two days later after Wix announced they're closing down, Route 30 announced that they're moving in there. Oh, so nice. they, yeah. I guess they had their soft opening and I didn't realize it, but they have officially their grand opening this last weekend. So they have a full food menu. So there's a lot of sandwiches, um, some appetizers and stuff. And the, they kept, the, according to my wife, the only two things they needed to keep from Wix on the menu, which was uh, the root beer and the pretzel bites. Yes. Oh, man, those pretzel bites were so fucking good. So yeah, fucking I, good. We didn't, get, we didn't get the pretzel bites this time, but we figured if we when we if we do go back, I mean, I mean, let me rephrase that, when we go back. Um, our order will be because I wanted to try their chicken wings because apparently they're amazing, but they were sold out. Yeah. So That's if we dope. go back, our order will be the pretzel bites, yeah. the Brussels sprouts, which are pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. And at first, like we were, my wife was eating them, and they're like, she's like, oh, they're not that good. They need more sauce, or whatever. And I looked in the bowl, and it was just like souped in the bottom. So I just stirred them all up. Yeah. And then she took a bite. And she's like, oh yeah, this is this is what I needed. <laughs> like balsamic glazy stuff. Uh, they're pretty amazing. Um, so yeah, and the chicken wings. So that's gonna be our order. Get those three things, and then she'll have the root beer, and I'll have the beer beer. Because when we went this time, she got the they call it the gabagool sandwich, which is basic was basically like a, a I can't think of the, the the salad where it's like the the tomato, the mozzarella, and the basil with the oil on it. Yeah, like that stuff, but with uh, that the meat, the gabagool, the gabagool, oh. which was pretty good. And then they had a. Then I got a smash burger, which I'm not just saying this about them. I'm saying this about everybody that does this, but them right now. A fucking cheeseburger is not a smash burger. <laughs> like, I don't care if you put it on, like, made a ball, and you put it on the fucking griddle and smashed it down into a cheeseburger shape. That's not, that's not a fucking smash burger. That's a smashed patty. Like, a fucking smash burger is, like, paper thin fucking charred so it's like crunchy when you take a bite of it and you get all seasoning and char yeah i mean it was a good cheeseburger but it was not a smash burger you know yeah no i i get you i i don't know i i've never no, paid I attention to the rules of smash burgers versus other burgers yes like if you have you had a smash burger i've had what they people have told me are smash burgers <laughs> i don't know if I don't know. Like, I never looked. Get... I never like critically analyzed. Like, is this a smash burger? I was like, I just was like, 
burgers. Just make sure it has yeah, cheese, no. grilled onions, and some, and it tastes good. Yeah, but I think people like are starting to use that smash burger as an advertising thing, kind of like a hazy IPA, where people are like, "Oh, smash burger! That's a a fun word that I know from places, and that's hot." Yeah, you know, it's like, what are the the marketing executives? What's hot right now? What are the kids buying? Oh, smash burgers. That's like, uh, if you get a true smash burger, the patty on a smash burger mm-hmm. is thinner than an In and Out hamburger patty. Gotcha. Like, you need to get a double. Basically, a double is a single. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's and it like because it's so flat, it sticks out around the edge of the bun. It's wider than the bun. Yeah. And that didn't. This did not do that. But it no. was just. And, but they smashed the buns, and I'm like, no, you don't smash the buns. You smash the fucking patty flat, With like uh, a weight, like an iron weight, and just. Yeah. A little S and P. Yeah, I think so. I because we went to Second District Brewery, and they had smash burgers, uh, regular and vegan. Uh, but I remember the bun like not being smashed in like that at all. You know, the bun isn't supposed to be smashed yeah. in. It's supposed to be like the patty is supposed to be just like, like you're hating it, like it's like your ex, <clears throat> and you just want to take your anger out on it. Um, Bro, you need to release your fucking ex, uh, animosity, man. Come on, take what? it out on the patty. Take it out on the patty. <laughs> Dude, wings sound uh, so good right now. Now I don't know what to order. I I don't know. Oh, dude. Yes. Now I want to. I, I, I want to fly to Route Thirty and get that stuff that you just talked about because it sounds so good. You know, I hadn't ordered wings for a long time, and I guess I talked myself out of liking wings. Yeah. Until we were in Vegas and we tried those wings from that pizza place, and I'm like, oh wait, I fucking love buffalo wings. <sighs> dude, the fucking oh the cheesy Parmesan wings or what? I don't even know what they're called. Um, from uh, Mellow Mushroom, they were so fucking good. Like that's what I want right now, but it's impossible for me to have. Impossible. I mean, I could just be unresponsible and just like leave my door open with a bunch of food on the floor and fly to the nearest one, but I feel like that's a little extreme. <laughs> and I think it's irresponsible, not unresponsible. There, Ralph Wiggum. I don't know, man. I'm me, just, me fail English. That's I'm, impossible. I'm just here for a good time, not a long time. Not a long time. <laughs> uh, but then, a new brewery opened up over by Bottle Logic across the street from Brewery X called Pfeiffer's. Mm-hmm. It's an old brand. Um, I guess it was a brewery that had been around pre-prohibition. Um, in the Midwest, like, and they're based out of like Detroit somewhere. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they ended up getting, uh, you know, prohibition cost them, you know, monies and mm-hmm. PBR bought them. Gotcha. And then kind of still kept the name around. And I guess at some point just decided to dump them. Yeah. And so the guy that is, he's been selling their, like, I guess, contract brewing them and selling them around in bars in Orange County. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's a distant relative of the family. Like his last name is the same as the brewery, the family, the Pfeiffer's. Yeah. E.F. E-I-F-F-E-R-S. Um, but I was wondering how they would do because basically they just kept talking about the Pfeiffer's old, the famous, like the traditional style that they made back in the day. Yeah. And I'm like, are they, are they just going to have one beer on tap? Because I don't think you can open a brewery with one beer on tap. <laughs> so we stopped by on Sunday. They had opened that Friday. Um, and they had a seltzer and a pilsner coming soon on the menu but what they did have offered was a like a lavender wit 
a West Coast IPA, a hazy IPA, the famous, um, and the light. And I think there was one more. Um, but yeah, so I tried the regular and then I was going to get another one. And the guy who's, you know, working behind the bar is also the general manager of the tap room. Mm-hmm. Jeffafa was his name. He, uh, recommended that I try the, uh, light. He said, it's, it's really good. It's got a lot of flavor, but it's not quite as flavorful as the, uh, traditional one. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I'm like, all right, fine. I'm, I'm down. So I tried it and yeah, it wasn't quite as like bready as the traditional it wasn't as, but it wasn't as like flavorless and bland as like a Miller or Coors Light either. Yeah. It was pretty good. Nice. Um, it's definitely, I, I will stop by there every time I go out there towards like radiant. Cause it's basically right there. It's right on the way where the, you know, where the Camelot is right there off the 91 in Anaheim. Yeah. yeah. It's basically behind that. Oh, wow. That's pretty. That's not, that's pretty easy to get to. Yeah, yeah. And then if you and if you really want to go, there's bottle logic like bottle logics right there. And if you want to get uh you know, even less adventurous, you can go to Brewery X. <laughs> or you can, you know, head over to the brewery, which is right around the corner, or Green Cheek, which is a little bit further, but not too much further, or everywhere. There's options. Yeah. There's a lot of like they call it the La Palma beer trail. Do you get a free shirt? No, it's unofficial. Fuck them. Or else I would, I would get a free shirt already. Unlike the free shirt you're working towards getting, Sean. Woo! Bucks County Ale Trail Part 2, baby! I don't know why I'm yelling, but... I'm uh, excited. I'm excited. I want that hat. Seven breweries. You're also, pissing off, you're also pissing off your camera. Yeah, I'm like fucking like wigging it Dodging out. Dodging and weaving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I can't focus on you. That's a uh, that's what happens if you attack me. That's a that's your view when you attack me. I'm just like just bobbing and weaving. Board. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Sunday we uh, we uh, went after <clears throat> more of the ale trail. So we drove an hour and fifteen minutes to some pretty far breweries on the uh, far side of Bucks County. We actually drove through Philly. To the North Philly to get up there because it was faster than like going up by my work and like uh, moving over. So the first one was uh, Van Van Louise Brewing. Um, so we stopped there real quick because they were closing pretty early because for a Sunday. So we're like, all right, we'll go there. Um, we got there. We hit the. Uh, I had a IPA that was pretty good. Uh, we didn't want to like stay too long just because uh, the closing. Watched uh, the Packers uh, give away the win uh, to Pittsburgh because they fucking suck. But you know that has nothing to do with the Ale Trail, the uh, the uh, the the growing pains of the the young Packer fan, uh, Packers team. But it was a really cool brewery though. I, I it was like um, it had like the tap the uh, all the taps in the bar. And it had just like a nice little room right there. It looks like it'd probably be a lot better to hang out there during the summer because it looks like they have a lot of space to uh, open up doors and stuff and expand the uh, patio area. Uh, but it was a, it was a, everybody there seemed to be watching football games and stuff, and they had a lot of cool stuff going on there. So that one was pretty cool. 
but the one that we really wanted to check out and what made us drive all the way out there was Mystic Ways Brewing. And if you are a 60s lover, if you are a psychedelic lover, this brewery is for you. Because you walk in and it's like everything's almost like black light. There's like mushrooms and fucking colors all over the wall and stuff. And it was it was pretty cool. Uh, like were those colors supposed to be there or was it like Peter's ship? And um, Guardians of the Galaxy, where he makes the Jackson Pollock painting reference. <laughs> no, they were they were there on on purpose. Um, they uh, the whole it was a it was a pretty small like tap room, like the bar. It's like one of those where you walk in and like the bar takes up like the whole like room, and there's just a couple tables on the outside. Uh, this one also seemed to have a bigger area, like in the back of the building, for like summertime when it was warm you could uh sit out on the patio uh, and hang out uh but they had a lot they had a lot of different range on the beer uh i liked both of the ipas that i got um uh, one of the things i thought was interesting is they made like um they had like this special drink menu where they would put hops into a glass and they would pour beer over it to enhance more of the flavors and then you would drink out of a straw with like a um that had like punctures hole like punctured holes in it so you wouldn't get like all the leaves and stuff and it would change the flavor but they gave you like a little taster of the beer without the hops and then they just had your hops uh like in another uh mug so that way you could drink it out I'm trying to it's it's like a reference to it's not he tea it's um fuck I am totally blanking right now but uh it's it kind of mimics the same process where you you uh you drink it like over the leaves with that special straw so that was pretty cool it was very unique I've never seen that in a brewery um it definitely when you tasted it compared to with its uh regular self versus with the additional hops you could definitely taste the difference it was pretty cool they had uh they had a lot of different hops that you could choose from if you depending on what your palate really was going after whether it was citrus stone fruit you know other different flavors in there so i thought that part was really cool the uh my favorite they have like one of the best logos I've ever seen, and Danny, I hope you could see that. But that's the that's the logo. It's a hop with like that looks like it's on the water, like you know, like the colors that are oh, like, yeah. like like splashed around. Like so, the hops like split with another one. This is like one of the coolest logos I've ever seen, and it is like one of the reasons why we want to go check it out. But the beer is beer is really good. The vibe there was really good. Um, the only thing I really laughed at, I sent a picture to my dad because he is a Cowboys fan. When you go into the restroom on the toilet, there is a picture of the Dallas Cowboys star with Dallas Cowboys in the actual toilet for you to pee on. So, target. <laughs> yeah, you had a special target, just that Philly love that you just, uh, you really wanted to feel out, <laughs> but I would, Did definitely... you, uh, I don't... yeah. I don't know if you've ever stumbled across any clips from the Kelsey Brothers podcast. 
here and there, yeah. But there was one. It was like right. I guess it was right before the they played the Cowboys. Somebody called into one of the Philly radio program shows, mm-hmm. talking about. He's like, you know what this team misses? We miss those days, like the real the real hatred for the Cowboys. He's like, the fans hate the the Cowboys. The team is supposed to hate the Cowboys just as much, actually more than the fans do. He's like, you know, we need to go in there. And we need to knock them around and show them who's boss. And then all of a sudden, it's like, hold on a second, I gotta pull somebody over. Like it was like a cop, like on the job, like calling in. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, I gotta pull, I gotta pull somebody over. Yeah, no, I remember, I <laughs> Hear remember hearing that. Yeah, it was so funny. <laughs> it was so fucking funny, dude. That's was just like how. Philly, yeah. yeah, that's how Philly is, man. That's I. As much as every, I get it, everybody fucking hates Philly fans for a good reason. I cannot defend them, but they do fucking love their teams. Like, they are diehards out here. Like, I at least give them that. They could be a little bit less of a dick, but, like, it was just like that. My favorite, like, that's another classic one. But my favorite was, like, on the news, this guy's getting interviewed because there was a house fire. Like, one adult was, like, taking kids off the second level, and he was, like, dropping them to this other guy, and he was catching it. And he was talking about catching these babies, and he's like, "Yeah, I did a lot better job catching than the this receiver on the Eagles that dropped like this game winning pass." Yeah, yeah, it was like literally like that week that happened, like that past game that happened. So they are their most tough. They are their fans are super critical on their team, and they are hard on their team, but they fucking love their teams like to a fault. Right? <laughs> if they, if they're winning, they're the best fans. But if they're losing. Oh. Then you fucking as a player, man. Did you ever watch the Mark Wahlberg movie? I think it's Invincible, where it's like based on the true story of the guy that uh, was the walk-on wide receiver that came on. It's like basically Rudy, but for the Eagles. Yeah, I think so. And he basically he's like dealing with, you know, going from being a fan to being a player and having to deal with his friends and you know people at the bar that he goes to and stuff, giving him the Philly fan treatment. Yeah. The how the way they change from him being a a player to a fan. I mean, a fan <laughs> to a player. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, according to my list, it's New York City time. So uh, I am on vacation this week. So I decided to go up to New York City. So this is my first time. This is the first time uh, my girlfriend's ever been to New York City. And I knew big city, a lot of shit going on. I knew she wasn't really going to be too much of a fan and and no surprise she was like, you know, it had she liked the vibe but it's not for her, which I get it. Like New York is very it's very it's a lot to take in. I mean, we went to New York Comic Con and it is like fucking packed. <laughs> right, like I um one of the new hires that we have this year, I guess lived in New York for a while and I was talking to him about that and I was like, you know, I couldn't live there. But I definitely figured out the city pretty quick based on listening to what New Yorkers, whenever they talk about how to act, like basically I listened to New Yorkers giving tourist advice. It's like, all right, first of all, if you're, if you're a tourist and you want to look at like a building or something, get the fuck out of the way. Don't stop in the middle of the sidewalk because we will knock you the fuck over. And they will. It's like, you know, and then I remember the one time we went to one of the bagel places and you were standing in line and it's like, do you know what you want? And you're like, no. And I'm like, well, then get the fuck out of line because about it. The line moves fast, and if you get up there and you don't know what you want, then they're going to yell at us. <laughs> I don't remember. It was like that. there was like the menu looking area, the line, if you know what you want, and then you just like ordered, and then you just like 
It's like the soup Nazi episode of Seinfeld where you went up, you ordered, and then you shuffled over. <laughs> and then you, you, it's like you ordered, you paid, and then you shuffled over, and then they gave you your food. Yeah. It's like all, all like, they're, like everyone there is just trying to go to work. Because we're on, I'm like, we're on vacation, dude. It's, it's Thursday. These fucking, yeah. everyone else here, look at them. They're dressed up. They're trying to go to work. Get out of the way. <laughs> exactly. Um, so we ended up going to the uh, Harry Potter store in uh, New York. So that was pretty cool. They had some cool like um, stuff in there, but basically, for the most, it seemed like it was all different stuff than what they had at Universal Studios when we when we went. Um, yeah, a few weeks back. Uh, but they have like some of the stuff is the same, like the the wands. It's all replicant of like the studio props. So. Um, yeah. So those were the same as far as that piece, like the like outfits that you could buy and wear that make you look like you're a student there are the same. But the rest of the merch was different. Like the hat I bought at Universal was not there. They had a whole different style. So you definitely could get like different items there um, than you can at Universal, which I thought was pretty interesting. Um, we did get butterbeer. Um, so... The, uh, they had a vegan version of the butterbeer. I think the vegan version is just the butterbeer without the uh, the uh, the cream Butter. on top. But, man, dude, that cream was so good. Um, and so they served it in this fancy cup uh, that you got to keep. So And they actually had, like, a wash station. What's up? It looks like a measuring glass. It looks it, like a measuring cup, it, and it's got the handle like a measuring cup. It kind of does, yes. But this was my... Uh, this was... Uh, your butterbeer cup? This had butterbeer with some froth on it. And then they sell uh, the happy birthday cakes from Harry Potter. And the cake actually sounds really fucking good, but, like, it serves ten people. And I'm like, okay, I don't know if it serves ten people, but uh, I guess if you're cutting thin slices, it does. But uh, it had, like, multiple layers, and but it has, like, the signature color and the signature, like, misspelling of happy birthday and stuff on there. Uh, which was really cool. Uh, but yeah, you could actually order a cake from there. You just have to like, you have to order it within like seven days though. So, um, right. something silly like that, but it like the sound of the cake, the, the flavors and stuff sounded really good. And the butterbeer was really good. Um, so that part was pretty cool. After that, uh, we ended up, uh, looking for a place to kind of hang out and, uh, chill um so we stopped at a little tap room that had uh, all sorts of different beer uh on site uh so i ended up going and trying two of them so the place was called craft and carry uh gramercy i'm a, i don't I, I think that was like the street it was off of or near like that the neighborhood area, yeah like some area. some shit like that so i ended up trying to i I tried to make sure I got like New York beer uh, out of out of the tap room. Uh, the one thing that was crazy to me though was they had all sorts of cans that you could grab to go, but it was like if you took if you bought it to go, it was four dollars cheaper than opening the can on premise. And I I didn't want to ask why. Uh, why that was, but uh, I thought that was some... a very weird. I bet it was like some kind of weird state rule, but I'm... yeah, I'm just gonna say some weird New York City law, fucking liberals. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. 
Anyways. Hey, 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 hey. If I'm going to give about, about, you know, the MAGAs, I got to talk shit about the liberals when they fuck up, and that's fucking stupid. Look here. Nobody cares about your opinion, the forgotten generation. Go fuck off somewhere. Go be forgotten somewhere. Obviously, nobody cares about our opinion because they don't listen to the show. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The first one I had was River Wolf by Strong Rope Brewing, which was a IPA. So it was I rated a 3.75, but it was pretty good. Um, I liked it. It wasn't the best one of the best IPAs I had. And then I actually found a so Stray Light from uh, Hudson Valley Brewery was an IPA sour. Um, so I've not really had an IPA sour that I really liked, but this one was pretty good. I gave it a 4.0. Because um, I still think the taste is overall like wishwashy with sour IPAs. Right. Um, I don't know what the definition of a good one is. Um, because like you get it, the realm is so weird um, with sour IPAs. But I felt like this one was more on the sour side that was hoppy, but it wasn't like, like, if you said this was a sour, you'd be like, okay, like, you wouldn't even know that it was an IPA sour. Um, So the sour was, I think, just overwhelming of the IPA flavor. So if that's what you like, that's what you like. Uh, but I did like, but it was still a good beer. Like I, I enjoyed tasting. I, I enjoyed drinking it. Um, after because I asked for a sample before I bought it, and I was like, okay, this is pretty good. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'm gonna buy it. So, um, we ended up doing that. Um, we walked around Central Park for a little bit and checked out the Balto statue. Um, and then after that, we went ahead and we got burgers at a place called Bear Burger. So this they seem to have a couple different locations um throughout the city, but they had vegan food as well. So I ended up getting um I we both got uh burgers, but I got this cocktail and it was so fucking good, Danny. It was so fucking good. It was a uh peanut butter chocolate uh it was called like the it was like a it was like Elvis yada 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 cocktail they don't have them on the menu they don't have the descriptions on the menu so i can't i can't tell you exactly what the everything in it but it basically had peanut butter whiskey your chocolate banana chips and it had like a slice of bacon in it it was so fucking good it was like one of those cocktails where you feel like you really want like a dessert cocktail like a nice and rich and it was like it had like good sweetness to it, but not like, you know, like it didn't feel like you were eating cake sweetness. Um, it was a really good just sip cocktail that you I was able just to kind of sip through while waiting for food, you know, eat. I had my I had my burger and I had my water. So and then afterwards, it was nice just to sip on. Um, it was really good. It was really good. It was like I said, it was the. Uh, the Elvis one, so it has like the chocolate, peanut butter, banana, all those different flavors in there. But it was really good. Um, I would definitely, um, I would definitely stop there if you guys are, if anybody's in New York City and looking for a burger, that place is definitely worth um, checking out. And then the last place we went to, I'm sorry, real yeah. quick, um, say the name again because I know sometimes like if I'm listening to a podcast and I miss it, then Bear Burger, Bear Burger, copy that. Yep. Bear Burger. 
B A R E. Like you're bare naked. <laughs> Not like Not Smokey like, the uh, Bear. <laughs> they don't have bears in New York, like they don't have them in San Francisco. <laughs> they probably have bears in New York. Um, Still my favorite uh, adult Disney joke. <laughs> and then we went to the Great Daniel Jones Distillery. Um, this was actually like a fancy restaurant. Like, I was kind of like the vibes I got. Yeah, I was like, is this in my tax bracket or should I just leave now? Like, it was really fuck. It was really fancy, but uh, they had a bar upstairs, which I was happy. So we went upstairs and we were able to order cocktails. Man, dude, these cocktails were super. Um, so they have like a cocktail menu list online, but it is not. They don't have the ones that we had on there. I, I don't know if I'm just terrible at researching this, but because I had a different, a couple different bourbon ones. So my first one was the, uh, it was bourbon with wine, which I didn't really care about. Be- I, um, uh, because I thought the wine just made the drink just overall too dry. Oh. It gave that dry so tasting. A, a New York sour. Is that what it is? Bourbon. I don't know. That's what I. Bourbon and it's wine? like a whiskey. It's like a whiskey sour with uh, wine on it, or was it just straight bourbon and wine? No, was, sour. It. There was some other stuff in it, but I I can't okay. remember. I don't remember yeah, if it had that, like the other stuff for a sour. Yeah, because I remember hearing about it on the podcast. There's a drinks with Johnny. Yeah, starring uh, bassist of Event Sevenfold, Johnny Christ. Hey oh, he uh was talking about it in one of the episodes. Uh, the New York sour it's like a whiskey sour but you know i guess new york style mm-hmm. and that's what basically that's all it is just a whiskey sour and they put a splash of red wine over the top and so there's this uh yeah fish market they got a couple locations but one by at the uh, victoria gardens mm-hmm. uh king's fish house and that that's one of their specialty cocktails on their menu is the new york sour uh, and gotcha. i i i actually rather enjoy it i've gone a couple times and gotten it every single time Gotcha. I think this had to be a little bit more heavy-handed than a splash of wine because, well, like, maybe it, a little more than that. It was like the red color, but yeah, it was. It definitely came out red. It was definitely red, but the uh, the dryness of the wine just kind of felt like it overtook the uh, overall okay. thing. Um, I don't even remember what was in the second drink. To be honest, it was another bourbon drink, um, but because it's not on here, I can't. Re- I don't remember what it was. Um, but that one was really good. That was like my favorite one. Um, my girlfriend got a gin drink there that was super good. I do not. I'm not a big gin drinker because I don't care for the uh, the earthy well, and, and floral taste of gin. But that drink was just like, mmm. Like I honestly, the wine, the wine one was the only drink I didn't, I didn't really care for. But if you're a wine drinker. You would like that cocktail, like you'd be fine with it. I, I just don't like that dry flavor. Um, that that one came, but the other three drinks that we had were really good. Um, they're uh they had they were they sold a couple bottles. I didn't buy one. I just I I didn't really want to buy another. I didn't want to like lug a bottle all the way back to Jersey with me. But their their base whiskey or their base bourbon was only forty bucks, which wasn't too bad. 
So that's not bad at all. Yeah, and then uh, like if you said it was good, you sampled in a cocktail, so you know how it tastes yeah. as a mixer. Yeah, so definitely good. I would definitely if I saw if if I go to the liquor store to replenish in a couple weeks because I feel like I need to ground myself after this week. Um, I would definitely pick it up as a mixer because it was uh the the stuff was good. Um, we did go to into a liquor store, so they New York has a weird seems to have some stupid rule with liquor and wine being in the same sold differently than beer some weird shit so um we went into a liquor store just to kind of go shopping for stuff like that and then um ended up i saw i didn't buy it because i already bought this other bottle of frank sinatra but i did see the mysterious blue label of johnny walker at this liquor store it was like for 225 i'm not sure what a good okay. price is for that's a... about that's about a good price to... yeah yeah and yeah. i was and i was telling my girlfriend i was like i've never had i've like i haven't branched into scott scotch and i have not even tried like any of the other ones i'm like i can't go in there's no way i was like i can't i can't i can't I, buy that it wouldn't if you were looking for a scotch and you want to like not drink other scotches, that's probably where you would want to start because <laughs> it's it's you know it's not overly smoky because um like the diff there's a couple of different areas where they make the scotch and I think it's the Isla mm -hmm. like if you look and see where it's made the Isla one is the one that's like super smoky and super peaty. So you actually because, have like, to look at the reason, bottle to see where it's distilled. It kind of like it depends on if you want to get like a particular flavor or not. Got you interesting because i guess they're like the whatever the the, the peat that they use is like extra heavy yeah. because of the moisture or something but yeah. yeah what uh what price point is the green one then if the blue one is uh, is about i don't two. know i just i just know that the blue is like two ish two two twenty five and then the like the black is like cheap <laughs> i don't know much else about scotch at some point i'm gonna buy shoulder monkey and give it a go i've heard that that is Highly recommended by multiple whiskey podcasts. Yes, as being um, the best starter scotch. Yeah, and that price is not bad at all. Like twenty bucks a bottle. Yeah, it's not bad at That's all. That's what I can get for. I don't know what you can get for out there, but it's like twenty, twenty-five bucks a bottle. Yeah. Well, you find everything on cheap, so I don't know. Yeah, I can't go off your price. <laughs> well, I'm just going off yeah. of like the, the 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 shelf price at like La Bodega. Yeah. So. <laughs> He doesn't he's not a he's not one of those they're not one of those places that um you know mark up because they know somebody else is gonna buy it and mark it up anyways. Yeah. They're not selling it for secondary prices at retail. <laughs> exactly. Um no that was like the last we did. It was a pretty good trip. I'm a little bummed we didn't get to check out the ice cream museum because it was closed. So for future reference for anybody, don't go touristing on, I guess, Mondays and Tuesdays, because that's when shit actually, that's when they give everybody a day off or they recover yeah. or something. Yeah, because we also, uh, we were talking about trying to go down and see um, Widow Jane, but they were close too. I was so bummed. I wanted to go to that distillery and check it out because I've actually bought a bottle of their bourbon. It was pretty good. Um, yeah, I, used I, have it like, I haven't opened it yet. Yeah, that that one was pretty good. I wanted to go check out the uh, distillery, but I, I guess a, not. 
I have a 13 year old Widow Jane. Hey, yo, look at you. Bo -bo -bo -bala. Bala. What happens when you have a, a, a union job and no kids? <laughs> you just mean my no kids. Pet, or pets and, and, uh, and no pets. My true, my bro. True. I got to go fucking hay shopping tomorrow. Hey! Hey! <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, so, uh, all in all, well, that was all just all in one day in New York. Yeah, we went to just those couple places. I mean, uh, we jump. The subway was pretty easy to jump in and off of and to get everywhere. So, like everything was like a five minute walk from like the subway. So we had a we yeah. had a pretty easy time traveling around. So, we and a, like we didn't, yeah, we we didn't we didn't get out there too late, and we also. We didn't like stay out there. We left like not too early, and then we didn't stay too late. So like we okay. were only there for like a uh, like eight or nine hours. So it wasn't like it was like too much. A whole time. whole whole day. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. like a whole whole day. Like we didn't like get super crazy. But yeah, next time like yeah, like I definitely want to go. I don't. I want to go back up and go see the uh, couple other things, but. I don't know. It's it's like you really gotta have like a detailed plan of what you really want to check out before you go up there. Sometimes, but I found food is a lot easier to decide when you're just there and you figure out what you're hungry for and kind of shop around at that point because it's just there's so many shops. It's hard to like really look at what you want to get. And in New York City, um, you know, being a major city, it's probably almost harder to find a place that doesn't have a vegan option than one that does <laughs> versus like you know riverside yeah pretty much st louis missouri rated like the worst city for vegans <laughs> yes oh, so you you uh partake in the comiXology app correct i i did i i've bought uh some manga off there and some other books off there um so it was announced this week that Comixology, you know, I guess, you know, the same way everything that happens, like breweries, it's like somebody like Anheuser-Busch, AB and Vev will buy a brewery and it's like, nothing's going to change. And then it's like, okay, we're just going to change this one thing. And then we're going to change this other thing until eventually everything's changed. But one thing at a time over the course of like a couple of years. So comic, uh, Amazon bought Comixology and they're like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's cool. Everything's going to stay the same. And then they just now announced that. Comixology is going to be swallowed up into the Kindle program. <laughs> so is all my stuff going to be under Kindle now? Um, that's the theory. Like, if you haven't, if you don't have, and I don't know what's going to happen if you don't have an Amazon account. If you just have the Comixology account, if that'll work. Yeah. Or if you have to have a, you know, it's like, will your Comixology account go away? Can I sue Amazon for Amazon releasing my information for, uh, making my prop the property that i bought disappear actually if you read the um user terms and conditions that anything digital you bought is not your property even if you bought it <laughs> I believe same that. thing goes yeah it goes with video games that happens all the time people um get their video games taken away by like playstation or microsoft and they're like but i paid for it and it's like didn't you read the fine print fuck you fuck you fuck Phys you physical all the way or just get game yes. pass. And just and just know it's gonna be taken away. At least that, and, <laughs> exactly. and you're not paying for it to be taken away. It's 
you're paying for the you know the the knowledge that it's going to be taken away <laughs> leaving soon uh but yeah no <laughs> if you buy digital if you buy digital you don't own it yeah. same thing like me gambling and like i guess buying shop itunes for music because nobody sells anything that sells uh, physical plays physical media anymore mm-hmm. like cars don't sell cd players anymore nope 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 my my computer didn't come with a CD nope. drive. <laughs> I can pay for one, I guess, but no. So yeah, you don't own it. Anything digital, the fine print is yeah. Fuck you, you don't own it. <laughs> um, so it'll be interesting to see. Um, and then High Dive has announced that they're basically just canceling the service in quite a few areas. I didn't see I didn't see a list anywhere. Mm-hmm. But basically, the only area that's guaranteed to continue getting service is the U.S. and Japan. <laughs> Everywhere else, we're like, yeah, you might get service or you might not. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, non-U.S. Japan just... people. Yeah, just another reason to stick with Crunchyroll. God, the fucking the fucking worst app just being worse again. Ah, oh, dude. So, <laughs> and then Crunchyroll, like, cause I used to buy when I would like buy anime stuff. I would buy it from Right Stuff Anime. Mm-hmm. Which again, they were bought by you know, and all the acquisitions, Crunchyroll. That was one of the things they bought, and they just announced that Right Stuff Anime is being swallowed up. That's no more. The website is no more. Yeah. It's now uh, owned by Crunchyroll. <laughs> Everything's owned by Crunchyroll. It's just gonna be like one giant monopoly, but nobody True, will care. It is because it's just somebody anime. was talking about that. Yes. Oh man, speaking of people not caring because it's anime, and this makes me <laughs> sad, but. <laughs> Jujutsu Kaisen. Yes. Apparently, the studio that's producing it, MAPPA. Yeah. You know, they have a a reputation of having amazingly drawn and looking uh, anime, right? Mm -hmm. The fight scenes and everything. And there's like early in the season of the second season, there was a couple of fight scenes. People were like, oh, this is bullshit. They're they're cutting the budget. Like, why does this fight scene look like shit? And people were like, what are you talking about? Why does it look like shit? Like, the the carrot, like, the, the, you know, it was like a, one good person fighting one bad person, yeah. but the good person got like the fucking a major concussion, and, and it, they're trying to show that if they weren't as powerful as they were, they'd either be like unconscious or possibly brain dead. Yeah, because how hard they got fucking hit in the head. So they were the fact that they were standing was like a testament of sheer will. But they're not going to fight up to their normal standards. Like they're fucking wobbly. Like Bambi when she, when Bambi first stand stood up. You know. <laughs> yeah. Like Bambi on the ice. And so they're like, of course, the fight scene isn't the fight isn't going to be as fast paced or badass looking. And it's like, just wait. As the show goes on, the season goes on, the fight scenes get better. Yeah. And yes, the the fight scenes are getting better. The scenes are getting pretty awesome. But um, apparently, they're running on such a tight deadline that they're borderline abusing their animators. Of course. You know, kind of like the whole video game argument they had a while ago about people being forced to work like. 20 hour days and bullshit like that on crunch time but, yeah but it's like every episode is on crunch time as opposed to Jesus. you know like just the last couple episodes so they're saying that like they just released episode 17 yeah but they're saying with like af- like up to seven they're caught up to 19 but after that there might end up being delays because of the fucking staff being burnt out that's terrible and taking to social media to protest <laughs> and they're like well and and the worst part is is like on reddit the people that like some of the worst defenses are being placed out like 
well, Mappa's not the only one that does it. <laughs> like, that's that's not the defense that you think it is. It just sounds like you're all a bunch of fucking assholes. Right. Well, it's like the fans. Like, you know, it's like, well, why is everyone giving Mappa a hard time? Like, other anime studios do it too. And it's like, yeah. Um, we're also fucking pissed at them. But right now, Mappa, like, their animators are speaking out about it on social media. They're the only ones, I guess, either brave enough or dumb enough or both to talk about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> but so we'll see man i hope uh you know i don't understand like why you know i guess i do understand like working for ups like everything there is like hurry up get this we need to do this right now okay then oh you finished that okay well there, we don't have anything else to do for another hour just sit around and wait and it's like wait why did i have to rush through that if we're just gonna sit yeah <laughs> who so, knows the great mystery of life <laughs> i mean at least at least like marvel and dc learned with kevin smith where like because he you know that whole uh spider-man with black cat one where mm -hmm. like he took so long in between the issues that when he went to do he was doing some uh, batman miniseries and they're like yeah we'll approve them we'll release the first issue when you've like like if it was like a six issue miniseries it's like we'll release the first issue when you finished five of them that way you have six months to do one issue. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. He's like, yeah, I kind of took that as a hint that I probably really fucked up. Like, I knew I kind of fucked up on Spider-Man. But when they kind of put out that ultimatum, and I'm like, yeah, I probably really did fuck up Spider-Man. <laughs> so... Uh, That's too funny. I don't understand why they're, like, waiting till like, the season's halfway over to... Like... South Park could do it. That's how they do it. Like the shows, like the the deadline is to have the show to the South uh, Comedy Central by like Saturday, so they can like proof watch it, so that it could air on Sundays. Mm -hmm. And they would start working on it on like Wednesday. Jesus. But they also didn't animate really. They was all like cutouts and you yeah. know. And they did a lot of the voice work, and they did. And it was like they put the fucking stress on themselves, as opposed to torturing people with all these, you know. In highly intricate fight scenes and multiple characters on screen at the same time. Yeah. Moving fast and all this shit. There's a huge difference between a South Park and a top quality anime. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> all right, everybody. That's it for today's show. Thanks for sticking around for another fun filled episode. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, iTunes, Google Play, maybe Stitcher. Instagram, maybe untapped, all those other fantastic places. Maybe you have a drink while you're listening to this. Maybe or two, or two, or four, like me, or two, yeah, or four. <laughs> all right, everybody, we'll see you next time. Take care. Later.